0: Okay friends, today we are reading from the Disney's Animal Stories book. We've been on this road through reading all these different adventures about these wonderful characters. Today we're reading the 12th story in the book which is called Disney's Pocahontas, a raccoon, a dog, and a bird. Oh my. But before we get started, we want to give a patron shout-out. We have a group of people who give us great support. They're part of our friends circle. We get to message them and talk with them. Um, we get to um, have communication, and they get the stories before everyone else does, too, if you're a patron. So it's, um, it's really a great thing to be a patron if you want to support us and Maybe get some more information and get to know us a little bit better. That's a fun way to do it. Um, And so we want to say hi to Emily and her mom, Erin. Thanks, friends, for supporting us. Thanks for sticking with us. And thanks for all the great, kind words that you've sent our way for these past few months, month where we've had some difficulties and stuff. So we, um, we really appreciate our patrons, and we think you guys are pretty awesome. And so we're happy to read the story today. Are you ready, Philip? It's read today by Mommy and? Bumblebee, the Transformer. Oh, you're gonna do that again, huh? You wanna do that? Okay. Philip is actually Bumblebee. He is a Transformer. They are not um, humans. They are robots, correct? Mm -hmm. Okay. Even though it says the name Bumblebee, it's not an animal. It's a robot, right? Okay, but I don't think there is a bumblebee in this story. Shall we find out? Mm -hmm. Off we go. Spoiled Percy sat on a pillow as Wiggins carried him to the ship. As the pet of Sir Radcliffe, he was lazy and smug. Bones were for his taking. His pillows were the finest and the fluffiest. Percy had an easy life as they sailed to the new world. Now, what kind of creature is Percy? A pug. He's a pug. A potato dog. A potato, he does look like a potato, doesn't he? Yes, indeed, potato dog. Percy the Pug. And now, meanwhile, across the ocean, an Indian princess was playing with her forest friends. Miko, a raccoon, and Flit, a hummingbird, were her constant companions. Even when she dove from a high cliff, they followed her playfully into the river below. "'Your father's home,' Nakoma told Pocahontas. "'And, Nakoma, is she an animal or is she a person?' Yeah, she's a person. Breathlessly, Miko scrambled into the canoe and took his usual outlook post. Flit hovered protectively as the Indian girl steered the canoe home. Now, when we say Indian here, do we mean that they're from India? Nope. They are Native Americans to the United States. So... These two, this princess and her friend are actually Native Americans, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Okay. When they arrived, Chief Powhatan was happy to see Pocahontas. He had good news. Cocoam has asked to seek your hand in marriage, he told her proudly. He will make a good husband. But he's so serious. Pocahontas replied unhappily. Miko agreed. He puffed up his chest and made a grim face pretending to be Cocoa. But when Flit poked his belly, he fell from the rafters into Ah Pocahontas' arms. The silly raccoon could always make her laugh. (laughs) Sounds like he's kind of a goofy little raccoon, huh? Still, Pocahontas was troubled. Why? She thought that the dream giver must want more for her than marriage to the unsmiling Cocoam. Grandmother Willow thought so too, as Pocahontas explained her dream about a spinning arrow. It is sp- pointing you down your path, the wise tree spirit told her. If you listen to the spirits around you, they will guide you. As Pocahontas wandered through the forest, Miko and Flit followed. They were met with an unexpected sight. A large boat with sails The Pocahontas mistook for clouds. And I can see why. In the picture, we can see her looking at the pirate ship. The ship. hmm But the ship's sails mm-hmm. are so big, it kind of looks like they're in the clouds, doesn't it? hmm Yeah. They were met with an unexpected sight, a large boat with sails mm-hmm, that Miss Pocahontas mistook for clouds. Yeah. Okay. One of the white men was already ashore, exploring the forest. They'd never seen anyone like him. Pocahontas was curious as she hid behind the bushes, but Miko followed on his stomach. He scurried toward the strange man and poked his nose in the stranger's bag. Is this what you're looking for? Asked John Smith. He handed the raccoon a biscuit. Miko nibbled happily. Flit, on the other hand, was worried about Pocahontas. He poked at the newcomer, trying to make him leave. But Pocahontas didn't want him to go away. Pocahontas felt that John had a good heart. As they got to know each other, she showed him how the land and people, the water and the animals were all connected to each other. They followed a bear and listened to the wolves and they ran among the trees and the meadows and swam with the otters john smith was fascinated with all the pocahontas had to teach miko was fascinated with john's bag he was greedy for more biscuits but found a compass instead it was too hard to bite but he hoarded the new toy in grandmother willow's branches anyway What did you Yeah. What does hoard mean? I'm so glad you asked that question. To hoard something means that you pile it away and keep it. Usually people who are hoarding something are people who have collected things and tucked them away inside their homes or inside um, their businesses or places like that. Um, I have known a few people. I had a roommate once in college who was a little bit of a hoarder. and she liked to take um, like ketchup packets um, from like when you would get fast food for your french fries, and she would put them in a drawer. and we had a whole drawer full of ketchup pa- packets. Why? I don't know, but we did. Anyways. When the hungry raccoon followed John Smith to the settlers' camp, there was a lot of tension in the village. The settlers thought the Indians were dangerous savages and shot at any Native American they saw. Both villages were preparing for war. But is that, what do you think might have been a better thing? is if they sat down and talked, Mm -hmm. maybe? Hmm. Still, Miko's mind was on food, and it wasn't long before he spied Percy's fine dinner. With a quick hand, he shoved it all into his mouth, and Percy was furious. Barking wildly, the dog chased the raccoon through the forest. However, their chase soon came to an abrupt halt. In a terrible struggle, John Smith had been taken prisoner and sentenced to death. Now, do you think maybe if someone had been able to talk to John Smith, they would understand? See, I think this is all just like so many problems in our world right now. It's a communication problem. We just need to sit well, down. Oh, was tying up John Smith? Well, um, you remember how I said earlier that the that the settlers thought that the Native Americans were dangerous. Mm-hmm. At, well, the Native Americans thought that the settlers were dangerous. Yeah. But do you know what I think? What? I think they're both dangerous. But I think that they're also both nice. And I think that maybe if they sat we're down me, and talked... Aren't we Americans? We are Americans. But we can be dangerous if we're not careful. Right? Mm-hmm. So. I'm, I'm never dangerous because... I'm a robot, and oh. <laughs> and Optimus Prime told me only to save humans. I forgot. And I fight <laughs> only bad mm, robots, mm. like Negatron. Right. Well, um, I'm so glad that you have it all worked out. I'm proud of you for knowing that you're not dangerous. Let's keep reading and see what happens. Okay, Miko, Percy, and Flit watched sadly as Pocahontas went to see him. John Smith, that is. No matter what happens, I'll always be with you forever, said John Smith. Pocahontas was heartbroken. What can I do? She asked Grandmother Willow sadly. Miko wanted to help his friend. Trying to cheer her up, he handed Pocahontas the compass he had hidden There was the spinning arrow from Pocahontas's dream. And now the Indian princess knew what path to follow running like the wind. She threw her body over John Smith, willing to give up her life to protect his. Pleading with her father, she made him see that hatred was not the answer. And that, my friends, is, I'm going to say it, that is the greatest expression of love to lay your life down for someone else. And moving on. Chief Powhatan laid down his weapon, but Radcliffe had fired his gun. No, yelled John. He jumped in front of the Indian chief, taking the bullet himself. See, this is why we don't play with guns, Mr. Radcliffe. John would have returned to London, would have to return to London to be healed. And Pocahontas was sad to see her friend go, but she was consoled to know that she was responsible for keeping the peace between the people. And that is so important, isn't it, to have peace? Percy, Miko, and Flit watched Pocahontas and John Smith sadly. Even they had learned to be friends. And what a wonderful way to build a friendship, to see other people do it, and then inspire other people with your friendship. That's a good way to go about doing it, right? And that is also, conveniently, the end. The end.